Hello there and welcome to Crosscast episode 50, recorded live on Twitch on a spooky Thursday, 28th October 2021. My name is Lewis and today I'm joined by three absolute ghouls. (laughs) The first of them being fructose, sucrose, glucose and everything like those. These were ingredients used to make a boy. The boy. The perfect boy. Thus Daniel Ward was born. There he's there. <laughs> <laughs> um, wh- where's Dan? Where is Dan? I don't know where is Dan. Oh. Are you okay? <laughs> oh dear. That laugh, man. Nice. It's alright, isn't it? Laugh. It's okay. I'm, I'm, it's me, Lewis. It was me all along. Oh, wow. Carry are you, on. Are you well? Carry on. Are you okay? You're, I'll take that as a yes. Uh, next up, doesn't care about story, doesn't care about gameplay, doesn't care about graphics, doesn't care about genre, doesn't care about art style, doesn't care about the game. He only cares about his gamer score. Isn't that right, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot <laughs> slash Alex? <laughs> Fucking hell, that was woeful. Give me some beans, will you? <laughs> You're not meant to chew it while you've got it on. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> You're I'm okay. Here. It's me. <laughs> wow. You, are you well? I'm very well, thank you very much. How are you? I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, and making his crosscast debut. Roses are red. He lives life at its peak. It's my friend Patrick, our new Brozambique. Hi, Patrick. What? <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna do my best. Uh, 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 what's it? Harry Maguire impression for from. From, from Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, so the lads did their best, but we're shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all. I thought, you, I thought you were going to throw yourself on the floor. She's like, going to do me best, Harry. Uh, Harry <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so you've, you've come as a disappointed Man United supporter? No, I lost a bet to Alex, so yeah. yeah. Had to be at that shape. Dearie me. Deary me. All right, well, are we all well? It's been a couple of weeks since we've um, recorded. I can barely see anything uh, wearing this uh, at the moment. Oh, wow. I'm I'm there twice. He's all okay? All well? What, yeah, what good. Have you got to, what have you got to drink? Anything I'm drinking lovely? some Darn? gravy. Uh, it's not, it's a Bailey's apparently, so it's a watered-down gravy. It's I'm out of beer, uh, so water. That is the biggest bottle of water I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, I drink. That's like, like one of the one of the bottles of water that you get on the top. Um, <laughs> what are those machines are called? <laughs> Could it be anything there? Top of a lorry per day. One of them per what? day. Yeah. How many liters per day? No, um, this is what two liters. Honestly, I go outside when it's raining and I'll wake up at four o'clock in the morning in the toilet, so I couldn't drink that much. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> you are part you're part plant though, Dan, so you absorb a lot of water. <laughs> I do have chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, what have you got? I, I've got some water too. Colour coordinated water. Oh wow. I can't see that bottle. Just looks like you're holding nothing. Looks like you're holding your arm. Camouflage. <laughs> I, I, I assume that's what it is. Uh, I've got uh, Joker IPA. I quite uh, enjoy this. It's lovely. 
not what is that? Is that five beer? minutes up the road. That's it's um a Joker IP it's an IPA, Indian Pale Ale. So it's like Rather a, a lager y kind of thing, yeah. Right. And right. behind behind the tramps curtain, um <laughs> I've got Che Guava, Radical Lager. Nice. Because I'm Radical. Because I'm radical. <laughs> Never heard a Scotsman called Radical before. Radical. <laughs> radical. All right. Um, shall we uh, jump into the new news, perhaps? Tonight, the headlines. Uh, Halo Infinite campaign reveal. Uh, Xbox stock Christmas. Christmas supplies. Uh, and maybe just other bits and pieces we don't know yet. We'll just play it by ear. Live. Alright. Uh, Alex, come to you. Something to do with Halo. And that's a game that's on the Xbox. And there's a campaign. Is, is Craig campaign. in it? That's my main query. Is, is Craig going to be there? Yeah, he's had a glow up. He's had Has a total he? glow up. Yeah. Not seen him. No, yeah. no, I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's got a little beard. He's looking fierce. Really? Oh, have they have they actually um, yeah. <clears throat> highlighted? Yeah, he he was there. They were all there. Um, nope. After all this time, we finally got to see the campaign. Well, at least the trailer for the campaign, and I think it's put a lot of people at ease. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Um, main, obviously, Halo's been a little bit of a a drama to say the least, and had its problems but it certainly looks like that delay's proved fruitful I think the <coughs> the campaign trailer that released looks incredible I think it looks they're saying the biggest Halo campaign to date a much more open world like just it looks stunning compared to last year it's is that a good thing though I think it had to be what is in like the longest campaign because I don't know about you whenever I like play a Halo campaign I'm like I really want it to end maybe like three quarters of the way through it I don't I don't know if it's the longest but it's the biggest because they're making it faster as such and giving you a bit uh, more to do um I've, hit, I've seen like some people have kind of seen react it see it a bit more Far Cry esque there's kind yes. of put comparisons oh, yes. to Far Cry in there Cry um there's some collectibles a bit more lore um Certainly, it seems like there's going to be a lot to do and a lot to explore, and I think it's just it's good to see and it's good to kind of feel like we're what about six weeks out from launch now and starting to feel a bit of positivity towards it coming. And I think it's it's not going to give everybody <coughs> what they want because we're in a day and age where you're never going to make everybody happy and the smallest of things people will jump on top of it. But at least from my perspective, I think it's in a good place and. Yeah, there's going to be a few things missing, but there's no point in focusing on those. Let's go with the positives and say, yeah, the gameplay and all the flights for the multiplayer's going down really well, and now the campaign's looking like it's delivering what people want. So time will tell, but it's certainly looking far, far more positive than it did. Good. Very good. I've, I was unaware that there was even a... Uh, the campaign trailer. <laughs> when was it? When did this happen? Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. Can't remember what day. 
it was every yesterday. day blurs into the same. No, it was the day before. Yeah. yeah, Tuesday, I think it was. Totally passed me by. Yeah, it was Tuesday. That's good. Though. I couldn't get away from it. Everyone was posting about it on Twitter, on Facebook, even on my WhatsApp groups. Everyone was talking about it. Like, uh, really, the trailer. Yeah. Should have just told me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like everyone's talking about this. Can you please be quiet? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I might have paid a bit more attention. I've never, I've n- hands up. Look, my hands are up. I've never played Halo. Oh. Neither's Dan. I have never. You're relying. You put your hands up and no, no, I have, I've, I like Halo. It's a good game. Really good games. Halo One, Two, ODST. Love those. I think not found its way recently ever since like Bungie dropped it um i think 343 got a really tight record for like shooters and hopefully this will be a little bit more of that and if it is more far cry then yeah good it's it's probably the shake-up that the the series needs to do something a little bit different um plus the multiplayer to those games is what you know the longevity that you get from it so much fun and i've fucking pre-ordered one of those expensive elite controllers as well haven't i what a stupid idiot i was i've only got 40 pound in my game account so that's another 100 quid i'll go blow on that <laughs> next month for something i'll fucking never use um but yeah I'm, I'm excited for it i'm still really happy that it's a new halo game coming out and hopefully yeah. it's just um that extra year of polish is is done it well yeah i i think i can't remember the exact word in that they use, but the more or less kind of that saying this is the new era of Halo as if to say this is a kind of reinvention. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how it plays out, but I'm really looking forward to playing it. I think. Yeah. It's good definitely. to see the hype there now. I think you can definitely feel it a bit more, and you can feel more positivity, and it's nice to feel positivity because everybody's so quick to jump on and pull everything down. So if we can keep a bit of positivity going, that's my thing. Yeah, that's good. Everyone, come on, everyone, be positive because Alex said so. Come Ah, on, that's the message. Be happy, smile. (laughs) Everyone, yeah. Be nice to everyone, love one another. Okay, calm down. Yeah, let's be nice to everybody. So, uh, just in in terms of being nice, I think Dan's mask is fantastic. I love how it kind of clings to his top lip like that, but it actually blends in really well. So, I think he looks like something, but I can't quite picture what it is. Uh, So, I'd like the chat to um, just. What does what does Dan look like? I don't know what it is. It's look. It looks like someone. I love how feels uncomfortable. I don't know. I love how the mask makes him uncomfortable. It's good. There's a little bit of Palpatine so in you. A little bit of Palpatine yeah. in me. Oi oi. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> what you always wanted. <laughs> no Palpatine. No. Brilliant <laughs> 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 mask. How much was that from Tesco? Shout out to Tesco for the mask. By Two pound fifty if you've got a club card. <laughs> I love the, the new club card deals where yeah. it's like 20 quid, but if you've got a club card, £2.50, lad. It's like, all right, so thanks, club card, for this shite mask. I think it's the Charlotte's one as well, because either they're you know, trying to push my eyes together or it's meant for a small child that's meant to be doing trick-or-treating, but it was like one of the last couple of masks. It's this or kitten, kitten things. Ears. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Same I can hardly see anything. Frosty goes in the chat saying, looks slightly like Dave. Does look like slightly Dave. Gone overthinking as well. Said uh, I prefer third person over first person. So there you go. Mm. Same, same. Yeah, same. Normally, I, I, I enjoy a first person sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Patrick, uh, coming to yourself with the Xbox stock for the old festive season. 
What's that all about? First off, first off, I need to be clear about this. It is a rumor. Oh. By a very credible insider, Mr. Christopher... I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Dring. D-R-I-N-G. So he says, and I quote, word word on the industry bongos is that xbox series x supply will improve (laughs) quite a bit for the year and running just in time for the halo and forza releases microsoft will utilize those games and game pass as the key hardware selling points during the christmas sales window end quote Mm, inter- so, I thought you were going to say Industry Insider The Eggman 60 Wow <laughs> He's lying <laughs> Fake news is, no. no No Is there Xbox stock issues? Yeah always seems to get a series yes. yes A series S Honestly yes. I thought they were like No no The, the S the, the Series S is, is fine It is readily available The Series X is the problem The X Okay Yeah yeah, it is. Uh, this is widely reported as well. So it's coming up on purexbox.com. It's quite a few websites that are commenting and retweeting Mr. Chris Dring uh, over on Twitter, um, saying exactly the yeah. same things as Patrick. So he isn't talking out of his <coughs> bottom. So there you go. <laughs> it is true. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I th- I yeah. kind of think about it. I- I'm happier that the that the consoles are kind of sold out, but it. it is it because of chip shortages? Is it because they're holding them back? Yeah, what is the, what's the crack with it at this point? Because the PS5 the sales numbers were released today, weren't they? And that's now on on target. It's only slightly behind the PS4, if I remember right. Um, yeah. So it's 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 trajectory is insane, but they just don't have the stock. Whereas I think with the PS4 yeah. they did. Um, the, the chip shortage situation is is for real. Like even uh, car manufacturers are slowing down production of their vehicles. Because yep. of it, I saw uh, I saw a um, little segment on on the BBC a couple of days ago, and they were talking about exactly that about how PlayStation and Xbox are making it uh, so complicated for these car manufacturers to get chips, and right. it's ironic that video games are taking precedence over transport because the video game industry actually makes more money than the automobile industry. Wild. That is that is crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. So what happens is like the vendors who who do like the mining and shipping and whatever know they can get better prices from PlayStation and Xbox than they can get from like Mitsubishi or Toyota. So those guys get the leftovers. We nice. are we are getting the first products. It's wild. That is cool. Um, plus Fox in the chat has said uh, they'd better get ready for the holiday season. And I assume that's how they've said it. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're like, did fucking. Oh, better. oh, you better get ready. Or else. If they don't, or they're else. getting a fucking doing. Fucking <laughs> doing. Oh, calm down. <laughs> but, I mean, you've got to imagine the Xbox are doing everything they can to get chips for holiday season because they've got a big holiday season. Like, this is Halo finally hitting, it's Forza Horizons hitting, like. They're in a place yeah. where they can sell consoles, so they want as many yeah. as they can get out there. Yeah, and I yeah. think the industry fans, like the early adopters, like us lot, us mugs that bought those consoles early, we're seeing the likes of Death Store come into Game Pass earlier than we are on like what's what full four months Scarlet later. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah, man, Scarlet, yeah. like just it the amount just of games that are coming out on that. 
It's crazy. So why wouldn't you? You know, why if you if you really you're a video game fanatic, you see Halo coming out, Forza looks insane. Yeah, why wouldn't you try and get one for the holiday season? So it's a good yeah. good move. Good good. Um uh, uh, last so, night. Sorry, so, so sorry, so on you go, on. Patrick, on you go. Uh I find it very interesting that the average gamer or the average person knows the difference between the Series X and the Series S and they know that the Series yep. S is going is going to be like redundant very soon or sooner than the Series X. So they prefer most people are preferring to buy the Series X instead of buying the Series S right now. Yeah. I'm glad I've got headphones on so my Series S can yeah. hear you say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can see the controller in the background. The I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that though because I wouldn't say the Series S is going to be redundant. I say you've got a completely different market for the two consoles. I mean your Series S is probably your your entry point for Game Pass, that's your, oh, I'm going to have a PS5 as my main console, but I'm going to have a Series S in the side, or it's a, I'm not that bothered about the bells and whistles, I just want to play Game Pass console, but still gives you a lot of the benefits that would suit for that, so like your loading times and those kind of different bits and pieces, whereas your Series X is, no, I want all, and I want it all now, um, so you're going to wait for it. Um, I, don't, I, w- so I wouldn't say the CZS is going to be redundant. I would say it's just they had a different the, market. But the buying tendencies show that people are definitely leaning to the to the big black one. They are? Very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lewis. I know you won't resist Can't it. Argue Come with on. Can't argue Come with that. Can't argue that's literally should just be the marketing slogan now, isn't it? For the rest of the fucking year. Just like, <laughs> come on, everyone, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised as though as you go, you come towards Christmas, though, you do see a big spike in Series S purchases, particularly when it's people buying them for their kids. I think you will, but yeah. You, yeah. it's also like the same way, the same, it's going to sound fucking awful. I need to rephrase that. Hold on. My head's not working properly. Yeah, let's go with it. So there, like in the same way, like when we were younger, kids didn't like dress up the way that they do now they weren't as fashion conscious or music conscious like we we were like growing up in that era where it was becoming more fashionable it was more like kind of cool for the girls to dress up like britney and that kind of stuff but now it's like you you're common you're common your common (laughs) seven-year-old switch your lights on wow Um, now i can see why you wanted to rephrase that yeah, yeah, exactly. Talking about me rephrasing, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, your average seven-year-old's looking at like the the Series X and going like, my mates have that one. It's got better graphics. Dad, it's going to work mm. better with the telly. They know the specs better than what they will. So I'll be yeah. interested to see whether or not the Series S can keep up. It would be interesting. Yeah. Could be a good point. Might be wrong, Alex. Yeah, I, I think what'll be interesting is to see what territories it sells well in. Yeah, because I, I think you could see it sell quite well in Japan, which I think you are seeing. Mm. I think the Japanese are liking the Series S, and as well, well in, in terms of now, there's also got access to cloud gaming. I think that's really pulling the Japanese back in towards Xbox a bit. Um, and I think that would be a bit more of an interesting statistic to see where it's selling. Yeah, yeah, true. Don't disagree there. Um. 
Alright, so I, I something else that I never watched or was aware of until uh, late yesterday evening was that there was a state of play. Dan and Alex, you both uh, watched it last Come night. Come on, Just uh, <sighs> give a quick high level on your thoughts. It was odd. Was weird. Thanks. I, yeah. <laughs> was it? Was it just because we were watching it together? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. It was just, it was a quite a bizarre array of games that they showed like it, it started off with that really weird battle royale battle royale one i can't even remember what it was called but i mean there was some good bits in there i think when you looked at little devil inside i thought that really looked like an interesting little game mm. almost had a game of two sides like the side where it was a bit more involved and there was more <coughs> gameplay to it it looked really really good and then the bit where you were kind of being a bit of a weeble around the map just looked like this could be incredibly frustrating um <laughs> And then you had that Among Us type game that's coming to PS Plus this month. Like I thought that a few days like as well. It could be quite fun. Yeah. yeah so I mean, it, it, I wouldn't. I feel a lot of people have panned it, but I wouldn't say it was that bad. Maybe they just had too high expectations, and I think that's where we're at. People get really hyped for all, everything yeah. now. And it's difficult to ignore hype though when you yeah. when you're you almost used to something when you're used to this, you know, big event that's happened every now and again, when it doesn't quite hit that. Like, remember for the Nintendo ones when they, a couple of years ago they did the Partners Showcase, and they finished off, I was like, oh my goodness, it's going to be amazing, and they finished it off with Bakugan, or whatever it was, and it was just fucking rubbish. Um, yeah, it's easy to get swept up in hype. I completely understand that. Yeah. I so, did not um, watch the state of play. I heard it wouldn't be anything special, so I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Just a shout out to Mystique Blue in the chat for the first time. Hello. Um, Hi. Yeah, I think the... I was happy with the state of play. It felt like a an average direct. It felt like just kind of something where Nintendo go and say, we're just going to show you third-party games. Because that's basically what they said, wasn't it? Sony were yeah. like, we're just going to show you these games, some new things. Um, Little Devil Inside, I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, like that Among Us game that's coming to PS Plus again. That looked interesting enough for me to be happy. That OFK, mm-hmm. um, that game again, that could that could be quite promising. It seemed walking story esque, um, you know, very very liberal kind of game. Interesting spin on like a, a kind of walking genre set in LA, so a proper like woke capital of the world. So how whatever they do with that will be really cool. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. It didn't really set the world on fire, but I think the way that they messaged it was really clever. It wasn't going to be the be all and end all. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with it. It's fine. It was okay. Uh, good. Uh, so if I understand social constructs in any way, Patrick, you have raised your hand. Uh, so I will now come to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention Pirate One Legs uh, said, uh, "quote What what about the Among Us mode coming to Fortnite?" So that one is a very interesting story because. Oh. They didn't um, acknowledge at first the developers of Among Us, but eventually, I think it was last week or the week before, Epic formally acknowledged and thanked um, uh, the developers of Among Us and said that this new mode was actually um, taken from their uh, original idea. They still haven't gone the whole way, which is finding a way to remunerate them. But I don't know like how far that can go because if you're gonna start paying people for ripping off or copying the ideas, 
I mean, Halo. Yeah, Halo is gonna have to pay the guys from from Far Cry for the towers that they're gonna take down, <laughs> and everyone's gonna have to pay Bethesda because they started the whole microtransaction thing. So, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. just formally acknowledging that the idea came from <clears throat> Among Us and they appreciate it and whatever, I think that's fine. I don't think uh, going all the way to giving them money would be uh, a good a, a, a good decision long term so that so that's passed me by there's uh, as as do most things there's a among us mode coming to fortnite is that you could, at this point you could say anything and i would believe you um but i mean we're very much living in a time at the moment that everything is a bit copycat like look at that other thing from state of play last night so there was another cart racer shown which is coming for as a free-to-play cart racer which the only thing it was missing from Mario Kart was a shell. I mean, there was banana skins, there was power-ups, there was everything Mario that Kart other than a shell and maybe Mario. I mean, that was all that was missing from that kart racer. And then you've got... Yeah. It's it's just... what it's As you say, if you start paying people for these and everyone's going to be paying everybody, um, well, games aren't going to get made. It's kind of where we're at. Yeah, and if we're to go to the end of this philosophical road, like all the way to the end... Guys, come on, nothing is new under the sun, right? Everything we have now is just someone taking something was already created and then just putting news. Uh, God, like pay, pay got, it or this got depressing in the time I was away. Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I've Not at all? I've got a new t-shirt. I've got a new t-shirt the other day. Awesome. Let me see it. That's, that's new. Let me see yeah. it. Valkyries online are in the chat. Hi, the Valks. Hi, Heather. Hello. Hi, yeah. Uh, Explosion plays. I think at this point they are all genres. So whatever you were talking about, no matter yeah. who did it first. Yeah. There you go. No, I think that's yeah. a fair yeah. point. I think the other right. thing I was going to mention oh. just quickly about state of play, and I thought, look, in Discord this morning, put it very nicely. It's like, at least when Nintendo do these things, they call it Indie World. I feel like if they'd have called yeah, it yeah. something slightly different to yeah, state okay. of play, I think it would have been down better. I think that's probably what's driven more of the kind of negativity towards it than anything else because it was really indie focused there wouldn't have said there was loads kind of square games and stuff like the games you were thinking about were more the indie ones yeah like i said i've not watched it but yeah i think that's a good point if they were to differentiate in their naming convention uh, but before we do move on I, I i didn't bring a news story with me this week i have some spooky urban legends oh my goodness that's that's a handsome man right there um Alex, so i've uh, i i, I troll yeah, here we go here we go hi me hello there oh my <laughs> oh no my goodness how many masks did you print it wasn't us it was jason oh because the jason's have got one as well so there's at least three lewis don't forget to send my exist. mask tomorrow please i'll send you uh, oh i don't have one I could, I could, I'll, 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 I'll scan my face and I'll send you oh, a scan of my face. This is the thinnest is I've been in years. <laughs> it's, an old, it's an old photo. It's an old photo. Right, so I don't, I don't have a, I don't, I don't bring a new story. I've got spooky stories. Uh, urban legends. Uh, so I, I got this from the gamer, um, dot com. There are twenty three, but I'm only going to highlight a couple uh, throughout tonight. Uh, and the first one is, 
the first one on the list, which is number 23, a possessed copy of The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. And it is, uh, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask already can, contains some spooky undertones and themes, but this supposedly cursed copy of the game takes things to a new level. The story goes that a game cartridge owned by a child named Ben... Oh my goodness. Who perished at the hand... This didn't make any sense. Who perished at the hands of a lake is still haunted by the boy. They get increasingly strange if a player tries deleting their file and an ominous message, you shouldn't have done that, appears. Uh, when playing a save file, a player who picked up uh, this copy reported seeing eerie images of figures, dark, glitchy environments, and Link inexplicably bursting into flames before collapsing on the ground. The player reported that he's slowly losing his mind as Ben looms over them and stalks the gamer. First in game, then in real life. Scary. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight after that. Well, yeah, so that's a, an urban legend, a, a haunted copy of The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. What do we think? What do we think of that? <laughs> what do we think, chat? What do we think, chat? Chat, what do we think? Um, Bullshit. Gotta be bullshit. Oh, oh old shite. Well, there's more shite coming later on. Uh, but in the interim, why don't we jump into Pick Up and Play? Alright, so uh, hey, yeah. time for pick up and play. Um, it's just a bit with a show where we go through uh, things that we've, games we've picked up and uh, games we've played and that. Okay. Sounds good, alright. Sounds very exciting. It's the best bit of the, sh- it's the, best bit yeah. of the show. Okay, uh, Alex, uh, do you want to go first? If you just do your pick up and your play, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, well, I've not picked up too much. Not this week, anyway. The one thing I have bought is I pre-ordered the premium add-on for Forza Horizon Five, which I cannot wait for. So hyped for Forza. Ready for <laughs> it. Keeps leaving out yet, and you bought the premium add-on. Yeah, well, it gets you early. Early access. It's full, isn't it? All the DLC, VIP, car pass, all that jazz. Um. So that is what I have picked up, and that means I can play it from next Friday. So I am ready. When's its actual release date then? 9th of November is its release date. My birthday. Oh, is that your birthday? Take note, chat. My birthday. Alex's birthday. Um, And the 5th of November for like the Ultimate Edition or the add on um, for early access. So it's really not far away now, and I cannot wait to play it. Um, What have I been playing? FIFA, a lot of FIFA. Dan and I have played a lot of FIFA, um, but we won't talk about that. Don't think he heard anyway. Why not? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't talk we? about it if you want? But yeah, um, go last, on. last night was fairly painful for you. Um, How many wins? <laughs> How many wins have we got? Not that many, but I won the last one, so that means I'm like winner stays on, doesn't it? Sit down, yeah. chat. 30. There's some epic FIFA bants happening right now. Yeah. Thirty-one wins to seven. Yeah. Who, who won the last Ooh. game? Me. Well, then that's matter. matters. Last game when matters. I went down doesn't to ten men after seven minutes and won four two. Doesn't yeah, yeah doesn't matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Yeah. Thirty one. Wow, Alex. 
That was fun. Yeah, that was You're fun. Alex, right well now. done. That's a great achievement, by the way. I think that's fantastic. He was raging, and then I, I made sure that was the last game as well. I'm like, good night, see you later. Did <laughs> as well because he, he left and let it pause, and he was just like, oh, oh by the way, Dan, let's leave it there. Then I was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> Dan couldn't. He couldn't sleep last night because of that. He was up all night thinking about it yeah it wasn't quite as bad as the time i took it into the corner flag he he really wasn't happy about that that he did that for like at least two minutes and the game only lasts like eight that was horrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um what i was actually going to talk about playing so what i played earlier in the week which had been added to game pass was the procession to calvary um a game I didn't know too much about. One of these, oh, that's on Game Pass. What is it? Let's give it a try. And it's one of the funniest games I think I've ever played. It's not a long game. It's just a point-and-click adventure based on, like, um, Renaissance art. So all the backgrounds are, like, artwork. Um, and then they're animated. So basically from different parts of different pictures is how they, they animate it and they bring the characters in. Um, it's kind of <clears throat> very Monty Python-esque. It's got that kind of humour, that kind of Britishness. Um... And it's just funny. That's probably the best way I can describe it. So it only take you maybe an hour and a half, two hours to get through it. Um, easy thousand G. Just drop that in there. <laughs> is, it, is it on? Is it on? Is it on Game Pass? It is on Game Pass. Yeah. Come on, um, but I would recommend everybody play it. Just and it was funny because just to make you just to make you feel better for playing it because <laughs> it was only 1000 G that's nah. the only reason you nah. no. maybe if I get others to play it I'll feel a bit better not at all Lewis uh, is saying uh, what everyone is thinking right now exactly we all know where's that intro again <laughs> <laughs> was that the one you were playing till like half two in the morning and then it like a notification popped on Twitter and it was like I've got a thousand G on something game oh probably um, half two in the morning on a weeknight I think no I think it does it automatically at a certain point but um, bullshit yeah (laughs) bullshit Martin's listening (laughs) (laughs) no of course I wasn't I was stewing up the child Um, no um, (laughs) but no honestly it's just so funny like some of the things it does like it's got characters where it's got jesus has basically been a um street magician and it kind of takes it back and it almost has like it's got jesus hanging above as the puppeteer and it, just the way it does it and how it presents it and just some of the the writing in it is just so funny um you'll just laugh it is worth a couple of hours of your time even for a point and click game it's not that it's not a difficult point and click game. You're not talking like Grim Fandando go ask here where you're just going to sit for hours going, where the hell am I supposed to go here? Like it's, it, it kind of knows what you've got, you've got to do. Like one of the things is you need to put a wheel back on a cart, but where you're going to then try and find a wheel and you find a wheel where one of like the thieves or something's been crucified on it, like hanging on the top of it. And you need to then put this crucified person like on the edge of a cart. Like it's just... It's so random. You think that wasn't funny, but in the game it's funny because you've got people down there like selling crucif- um, all these different mementos for people that have been crucified. So t-shirts with their pictures on it and all this. It's just, it's just stupid. Alex, um, Alex you you heard me when you said Jesus is in it. Yeah, Jesus. Is in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, That's just all saying. you need to say. What, no one's got the courage to put him in anything. Poor guy. What I need it. The other bits I find Fort, quite Fort, funny. There's a Fortnite. Whole... What? Sorry. What are we? Fort Fortnite. You said put them in anything. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised he's not been there yet. To be fair. 
Probably us. Hang on, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Just dance. Put him in that. Yeah. I mean, it is a bit... At parts, it's a bit risky. Like One of the things you need to bribe somebody like the cardinals and bishops to let you in the church and one of the things he wanted to bring them was a rosy a rosy cheek young boy um so i mean what's this game called yeah, but the, what's this game the, called the, it's um, called nonsing the procession to calvary it's, but uh, i mean it plays, it plays on calvary. all of those kind of things like it's that type that, of humor that was your, all the way that was that your oh, favorite i'm playing, playing. Yeah. i'm playing um, this game it's de- it's definitely worth looking at. It also does a good gag on like Kickstarter. So there's this basically there's a room of pictures and it says you can't go in here. All it is is people that wanted to pay to be in the game, so they just locked them in a room at the back, and you can really go in there if you want. But it's not worth looking at, and it's just all these people's faces and pictures. It's just, it's just <laughs> poor clergy. Do they deserve it? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Did the boys deserve it? Oh dear. Very good. Um, tell you what, I'm going to go next. It's my turn. Captain um, so Mustard. Okay, go for it. That's me. Uh, Frosticles has asked if I have spread burger cheese all over my face. Why burger cheese? What's the difference? Don't know. Don't know. Frosticles, what's what's the difference? Tell us. Also, uh, Valkyrie's online. Two thirty in a weeknight. Outrageous. He's out of control. Yeah. Alex is out of control. Definitely is. But look at him. He's a man that's somehow persuaded a significant other to purchase Star Wars curtains. It's pretty good, though. They are pretty good, but still, that's the type of man we're talking about here. He's he's willing to do anything. Um, and then Jason said, that's when I'm off to work, you madman at half two. Uh, and then also, Captain MVC said, it looks warm and cosy, though. It does look warm and cosy. Especially when Alex is walking around in a fucking Crash Bandicoot outfit. God knows how you haven't been, like, crucified where you are speaking of crucifixions yeah it's it's not safe walking around like this in Ayrshire <laughs> going to Glasgow <laughs> in that get a stab in uh, right so I've um, I've uh, no, that FIFA record no, but, you get knifed yeah. <laughs> I haven't picked up anything I wanted to be I wanted to have in my mortal hands this very second the N64 controller for uh, NSO online but I didn't get it I was uh, I was too slow in pre-ordering pre-ordering and I I didn't get it in time and I'm insanely jealous of all the people that have seen that have it um they can just go and shove it up their arse sideways go fuck themselves that's you Mark sideways what's what <laughs> the most Mark. painful way actually prongs I'd say prongs first no just like no like other way fascia first yeah. Oh, like yeah. straight oh, up, yeah. like you feel the buttons uh-huh. crunching. Oh, right. Yeah. Analog stick first. Ooh. Um, Little prick. So I have. Oh. So yeah. Alex. Funny <laughs> oh, job. Funny oh. you see. <laughs> <laughs> funny you see. Um, barrel roll because uh, the first game I played was Lilac Wars um, and it was the first game I played for the Nintendo 64 I, when I was a child so I played through that and completed it. That game holds up very well. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, but the main game I want to talk about is actually one of our playlist games. I'm, I'm stroking it like stroking this uh, American burger cheese like it's a real beard. Um, part of our playlist is um, What Remains of Edith Finch. I played that on a night of the week that I definitely remember um didn't know much about it 
on the way in, despite the many people that have spoke about it in our group for the last few years. Wasn't listening. Um, <laughs> and I done it, done it done it in one sitting. What a what a lovely yeah. game Isn't that it? is. That it is very very good. I think I do remember Ben mentioning. Um, how it kind of prompts you to go on, or like how the messages are displayed to you. We can see them, like text or whatever, written on the written on the walls. But just a, I knew it was short. I didn't think it was like an hour and forty five minutes yeah. short. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really know what to expect going in. But like, I just wanted to know more. I wanted to know what had happened. I wanted to just understand where this family were what happened in the past, you know, the whole family tree thing. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Amy's asking, what's my favourite story in Edith Finch? Um, I've not actually thought about that. Um, probably um, the, it, well, same to you guys that have played it. Do you have a favourite story in Edith Finch that yeah. you can remember? I'd say the first um, one. I think because when you like there's all the kind of walking sims like the best ones keep you guessing and the three that always come to mind are like gone home because everyone's seen that in a sale at some point and i picked that up i need to get what the special edition and what ruins of edith finch as well um gone home edith finch and firewatch so firewatch the way that that plays with you is very unique don't want to give too many spoilers away but the story it tells is like gets Thank up and you. down and it's quite a lot in it. <clears throat> gone home as well the way it keeps you guessing like it's very good spoopy game actually where you do think it's going to go a certain way and like i'm not going to ruin it again if people haven't played it it's a 10 year old game whatever but with what remains of edith finch the very first story with the transformation that happens within that mm. and again not 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 to ruin it it's very gone home the setting you know you're kind of walking up to this massive family house and the narrators going and talking about exactly what your experiences are and why this is so significant for you and you know you're returning here um, and then the minute you kind of go into the first bedroom and you start to have that experience and you change, yeah. I think, common what animal it is, but you change into an animal. Um, Cat. Yeah. And then that's the part where, is it then goes to a snake at some point on that as well, where you're on a boat? So kind of monster, on yeah. this same one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. within it's that like, same it's one. Like a, yeah. And then you're it's up like a, a snake. And then you're up a, um, a tree at one point being a some sort of bird i can't remember what it again but all of the the way it plays with those animals and then the way it ends on that story you're like mm-hmm. oh shit right this is a special game and then i was like you i played it through on a new year's eve maybe five years ago in one sitting um so for gone out for the evening i was picking her up at after midnight with a mate she was hammered forgot a bag it was hilarious um and then i started playing it and i just said so i had nice tea felt like i wanted to do like a, a narrative based story and i just absolutely lapped it up it was so so good such yeah. a good game yeah that is that's a, that's a that's a good one actually the first one i think now that i tend to think about it when you've been speaking my favorites maybe i think his name's walter yeah he's the what the guy lives under in the, in the basement yeah basically that's a really uh i thought it's quite a quite a poignant story mm-hmm. quite a nice because uh, it comes off of the back of his sister's story and what happened to yeah, what happened yeah. to her yeah uh, yeah, right. brilliant. I played through this yesterday as well. Well, yesterday and the day before, kind of lunchtime playthroughs, and um, just to mop up the remaining G. <laughs> no, I already had them on for a few years ago. Oh, did you? Um, How silly! Uh, so, <laughs> so there was there was no benefit to this from that perspective, but it was still worth it. <clears throat> um, 
I made an absolute arse of playing through it because I'd forgotten the last time I played it. I played it on Xbox and thought it was loading up. Oh, it's loading in. It's a little kind of prologue. Um, and then mm. realised when I got to the end that I'd actually played through the end of the game before it started. The first thing I did this time <laughs> around was play the, la- the last bit of it. Um, which is fine because I still then played through it all and I, I'd played it before. But it was didn't remember like, it, it, it I didn't remember this, this bit being the end. I just thought this was a kind of setting up the story and then realised, oh shit, no, that was the end. Um, <laughs> Pro gamer, Alex. Yeah, that's me. Uh, but I mean, I, I think the thing I find so impressive about that game as well is the number of different like ways it tells the story. So you've got that mm. one with the transformation, yeah. you have like the comic book stories, you have yeah. the kind of flicker books. Um, mm-hmm. all those kind of different the, ways of telling the stories I think is incredibly well done um, yeah even the game like the, the game that you play within the game as one of the Edith Finch's brothers yeah is just it, really really clever and it was like for such a short game I don't know why it took me so long to play it I don't think I don't think I would necessarily have um, sought it out if it wasn't part of the playlist for this month yeah. um but I just I was that's, again one of these one of the benefits of having that is yeah. that it is there and it gives you a, an excuse to play these kind of games and mm. I'm so glad that I don't know who picked it but I'm so glad that I think it was Laurie. It was picked. Oh uh, well, so then, change I, hate, I yeah. absolutely hated it. Um, <laughs> didn't like it at all. Yeah, I, I something what, to do with. Wonder what they're working on now. Sandbox. Like, I was going to say, wonder what they're working on now. So yeah. they did the unfinished one first, and then what remains to be the finish, or is it the other way around? <clears throat> I remember, um, but yeah, they're, they're the only two games that they've got on there. Weird. Mm. I think just to answer Eamon's question, I think my favourite one was the Fish Factory. I think more yeah. from the kind of impact of that. I've probably played mm. quite a few games this year that are focused on mental health, um, and that one yeah. probably kind of fit, fits well in with that. Mm. Definitely. Patrick, have you played? Have you played it? Sorry, Alex. I have played it. I played it years ago, and I don't remember any of the stories. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't crucify me, Alex. I don't remember not one of the stories. Too, I, I too know it was late. a good, he's, good he's game. on his way. <laughs> Nail and hammer. <laughs> Just check, check I, the new room. Christ, I know it was a good game. I remember, I remember sitting and thinking it's a, it's a good game, but I don't remember any of the stories, unfortunately. Oh well, that's a, oh, a wow. perfect excuse to play it again. Yes, yes, definitely. They've got it on IM8 bit, and it is oh, it's sold out. That lens. Uh, One thing about IM8 bit is they sometimes have games on the game collection. That's where mm. Street, so Streets of Rage was an IM8 bit game, and that was there. I keep on looking for Grindstone. Oh, do you? Not there, though. No. Wonder why. I keep looking for it. Can't find it. It's not there. And I refuse to pay 50 quid. Because I'm cheap. Um, Dan, I'm going to come to you next. Ah. Uh, what have you picked up and what have you played? I've been playing a lot of FIFA. Um, what have I picked up at the moment? Um, a £2.50 mask from Tesco. That was that was a good one before. Far Cry 6. I don't know. Did we have I spoken about this yet? Don't think so. Don't think so. It's been a couple of weeks. So I played about two, three hours of that at the moment. Um, I get the criticism. It's not doing anything new for Far Cry. It's still a Far Cry game. It is just a Far Cry game. But for me at the moment, that is a great game. Um, I'm still really enjoying. I like the 
Um, I like the setting. I think the character that uh, the guy that plays Gustav Fring, what's his name? Someone help me out. Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. That's it. Well yeah, done. Thank you. Cheers. Gold star for Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, the character that he plays is really menacing. It does let itself down in terms of like graphics and frame rate, especially in like the cutscenes. Really, is very very noticeable. Um, and normally, I'm not that type of person that gets bothered by that. You know, I enjoy Fallout games. I enjoy anything by Bethesda. So, the odd glitch now and again doesn't really bother me. But <laughs> this is plagued with it and riddled with it in the in the cutscenes. Everything else is smooth as anything, and it is pretty at times. Like the water in this is is gorgeous to look at. Laurie bang a tweet out. Um, the way that the, the the story kind of sets you up is a little bit more interesting. You're, like your character um, does talk in this, so it's not a silent protagonist like in the in the previous games. So it makes it a little bit more engaging in that way, if that's what you're looking for. But yeah, the, the setting's absolutely stunning. It's meant to be like be reminiscent of Cuba and that kind of um, yeah. yeah revolutionary kind of back backdrop of like things that are happening, things that you need to be a part of. And yeah, it's got me got me partly hooked, but. That said, I've been been playing FIFA too much because of Alex. Yeah, I've, so I've just not been able to get to it. Um, other than that, what else have I bought recently? Um, picked up. What, what have you traded in? That's more of the point. What have you traded in, Dan? Metroid Dread, Lewis. Alex, have you traded yours in yet? No, I still have mine. Why yeah. did you trade it, Dan? Oh, oh I wasn't, I wasn't expecting a conversation, asked, Patrick. Here. How, <laughs> how convenient. Um, Try to keep this podcast to like a reasonable length. Just like, I was listening back to the podcast we did last yeah. time where it basically was just everyone talking about Metroid Dread and like really enjoying it. Mm. And still, I can't, I can't disagree with any of the things that the people were saying. The people, the people were saying, <laughs> but from my side, um, it's just not a new experience. So whenever I've, I'm jumping into games now, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit, it's like, shopping in tesco like you're going to see the same things over and over again you're going to buy the same food over and over again you're going to see that light color blue over and over again with metroid dread it was very much the same it was like play by numbers game cutscenes are the cutscenes. the anti- the antagonist is the antagonist the protagonist is the protagonist and the way that that game plays is just it's it's not learning either from half of the really successful metroid games that have come out in the last couple of years as it sorry the metroidvania games that have come out in the last couple of years, I would have preferred to have played a remaster of, I don't know, uh, Prime is a good example, um, because I've never jumped into Prime games before, so that would have been a little bit different for me, but the Emmy just don't do not do anything, um, so I don't feel th- a threat when I'm playing it. Um, and then in terms of the actual aesthetics of it, I still think it's, like I get it's, it's 2021, we've still got Far Cry, that's not doing the best, but is a gorgeous game when you compare it to Metroid Dread. Um, I, I'm, I don't know. I just, I'm not really into the kind of like the art style of it and the direction of it. Um, and even then, like the way is. that well, I'm trying exactly. to like look, yeah, look up and down as well, at potentially where an enemy might be or a threat might be. And the controllers just don't feel, you know what I'm saying, Alex? Because I think we've spoken about mm-hmm. this as well. Like the controls just don't feel, they're not contributing correctly to my experience. So everything about the game is not making me want to play it. Whereas like the really intelligent Metroidvanias now are going against that grain and they are making it easier for you to play, but more difficult for you to be successful at. So 
yeah, it, it isn't one for me. Again, not shitting on anyone that's enjoying it. It's clearly a very, very good game, and you know, a lot of people are loving it. But in terms of an experience on a, a brand new Switch OLED, that isn't like a, a AAA experience for me. Again, it's another Nintendo game where it feels half half finished. So that's. I mean, I, 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 I you probably never noticed. I was quiet <laughs> during most of the arguments with not arguments discussions within Discord, and um, Max. Stephen, Landry, um, you're going the wrong way about things if you want to change Dan's mind. Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. <laughs> I, like, I was like, well, I'm reading this stuff going, fuck, he's going to trade it in today like, it, it, yeah. because of all this stuff. Um, I, I, I said I was disappointed that he didn't, didn't like it, but I think um, you know everyone's entitled to their own their own view on it, their own opinion. I would, I would say that I don't think it needs to be anything other than a Metroid game. Yeah. There are enough alternatives like to, to your point saying that there's other games that have done but bits and pieces over like, the last few years you're a massive massive hollow knight fan we all know that and we make jokes about it but in terms of the aesthetic of that game the way it plays with sound the way it plays with the characters that are in it and drives a narrative through that that's fucking clever like just producing another metro game again it's another visit to tesco you know i'm, I'm just experiencing experiencing something that i already had the experience when i bought super metroid God knows how many years with the giant box with Ridley on the front. So, I don't know. Yeah, it it just didn't it, it didn't gel with me. And if you are looking for that experience, though, I think it is a very pure Metroid game. So yeah, why wouldn't definitely. you why wouldn't you want that if that's what you're looking for? Hack hack that two DS XL your three DS still and there. play it's still there. Fusion not, yeah okay. or Zero Mission. Very 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 good. And then maybe that'll because that's what Ben did. Um, and I don't know if I would have enjoyed Dread as much if I hadn't played those two okay, cool. earlier, mm. the, earlier this year. So that's, again, that's just print where I'm coming from on it as well. No, it's fair. And but yeah, I do need to play those Ma- games. Max is, I can, I can, I can, I can hear Max right now just shouting at his his Ghetto Blaster or uh, Sony Walkman or whatever he listens to this on. Probably his uh, mum. Listens to it. Mom, mom. That's all he's like. <laughs> I'm gonna screen cap that. Where's the where's the clip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, who have we not come to yet? Me. You on your go on your go, Patrick. Have you uh, have you picked up anything? Have you played uh, anything? Let us sp- let us know, please. Speaking of repetitives, uh, reskins that charge sixty sixty dollars. <laughs> I pre-ordered Football Manager twenty 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 one. Okay. Okay. Why did you Football Manager 2021? I I pre-ordered FIFA uh, Football Manager 2021. Why? Why not? Because <laughs> you want to play Day One on Game Pass. Yeah. No. I, I I trusted Game Pass for for Football Manager 2020, and it yanked me in in, in the ass. I don't know if you guys <laughs> know. I'm sorry to jump in here, but you, Alex has just said, but it's on Game Pass. However, he has bought an expansion pack to Forza Horizon. <laughs> it's on Game Pass. Different buying an expansion pack and buying the whole game. Uh, it'd be an interest right. to see who spent more How money. Defense, we went there. It's different, but the game's different. It's different. <laughs> right, right, right. But the reason is very simple. Um, in 2020, I trusted, um, I trusted Game Pass. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Oh Have shit! You can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Nod. Like nods. 
It's like Game Pass Internet. It's fucked him over again. <laughs> <laughs> he might have frozen. <clears throat> we never know. Yeah. Oh, I need need to hear the story as well. I want to know how like Game Pass fucked him over in 2020. Yeah. It's like leading into like an epic story of like how who makes it? Is it IDOS still? Football right. manager. Can you can you hear me, guys? We can, but you're frozen. Right, but... I was saying the reason why I I, I pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay, yeah, go on, correct, crack on. Yeah. So 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 the reason I I pre-ordered. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, 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 he's totally gone. <laughs> Love that it's frozen as well. I mean, I, he was going to say something negative about Game Pass. I mean, I had to cut him off. That was it. it. Phil, Phil listens to this. Okay. So oh, there, we go. there we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Can you hear us? Okay. Can you hear us? I'm going to assume that's no. Guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, We're here. Okay. So I, I was saying. Um. I, I. Yes. Yes. I can hear. You. I can hear. You. I think this That's is like yes. minutes delayed. This is brilliant, yeah. brilliant viewing. <laughs> Keep going. Hello, can you want to see my thumbs up? Yeah, yeah, I can see your thumbs up. Ne- All right, like fine. So I was saying I got football manager because... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing, guys. I was saying football manager on on the, on the Xbox platform does not let you play online like the career mode <laughs> it doesn't let you play online the career mode with someone else that that's on steam so i couldn't play with my brothers because i i i i, I got the I got, I got the one on game pass so now i'm i'm buying the one on steam so we can play together through like wow. the, the, the the usual seasons that we usually go through that's doesn't seem like something that would so that... yeah Oh no! <laughs> Alright, I'm going to assume that you've stopped there to listen to what I've said. So the it doesn't seem like that's something that would happen with Game Pass and that okay. um, on online play being locked off. That seems strange to me. It's maybe just that Xbox and Steam just aren't talking to each other very nicely. It's uh, maybe more okay. that. I used to I struggled when I was trying to play. Um, oh, what was the name? State of K two. Yeah, and it was it, you guys were on Xbox and I was on PC and it didn't work well. So um, I do think there's a bit of a bit of a disconnect there in terms of how you how you yeah, play with, exactly. uh, with PC. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Are you with so us now? After, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Excellent. So, so I bought uh, Football Manager and I'm ca- I, I I just finished Guardians of the Galaxy on Series X, and I'm gonna be writing my review as soon as we're done here. You said it was rubbish to us earlier. You didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the Avengers, it's shit. I had to keep going just to get to the end. Look, look. Spoilers. Spoilers for my review. People need to people need to pay attention. Developers and publishers are not the same thing. Yeah. Everyone is just focusing on Square Enix, Square Enix, Square Enix. It's not that simple. Is it Crystal? No, is it Crystal Dynamics? No, who is it? Crystal Dynamics. No, no, Square, Square no, it's not Enix Crystal Dynamics. It's, published um, both. No, I'm trying to think of the studio that made this though. Um, Idos. It, Idos. Montreal. Montreal. Yes. Frosticles has said um, it's not good on Switch. 
but he likes What's the Xenoblade games, so we can only take that. But I think that's because it's the cloud <laughs> switches cloud version, so it's the cloud performance more than. Oh, is it? Yeah. So I take I take that back. For, oh no, I don't. I don't take it back. No, I don't take Xenoblade it back. Games. He gets up at half two in the morning, even though he starts work at eight. He just likes to get ready and do his hair. Just, just walk Tame up. Jamie's beard. Yeah. yeah. At two it in the morning. It's a mighty beard that he's got. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mighty beard. Looks like a wizard. He looks like a uh, Rincewind in the Discworld books. Hmm. Yeah. It does. That's a compliment. young Rincewind. A young Rincewind. Not seeing you look like David Jason Frostigals. It's fine. No, not when he but, was Rincewind. No. Um. On you go, Alex. I was going to say, sell me Guardians. I want to know why I need to play it. No. Um, why you need to play Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> um, did you actually read the comic books? Did I read the comic books? Read. No, but I've seen the films. That's as much as far as I can go. I can't read. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think you can't read. You're gonna get the same connection no. because, like, if you if you enjoy the movies, you're gonna enjoy the the music. Uh, but the humor is not like the humor in the movies because the humor in the movies is very uh, it's like universal in the game because they have time to flesh out the characters the jokes are very very niche like if you haven't read not even one comic book from Guardians of the Galaxy then you won't even get it like there's, there's jokes referencing Iron Man, Hulk, um, the love affair between um, Peter Quill and uh, what's her face? That's it. Her. Mantis. Yeah. In the in like the multiverse and whatever. And if you don't know how to connect all the dots, it's just gonna fly right over your head and you won't get it. I was like, I wasn't even laughing anymore. I was I was bolting. I was on the floor. I, my kids, because I'm playing with my headphones, my, my boys are just like, dude, what's happening? Why are you laughing so hard? But you're playing video games, not watching a stand-up routine. And I'm like, guys, you don't get it. You don't get it. For me, because I read the comics, well, not all of them, because I read a lot of comics when I was in gym, it was really like- home for me. The, um, it really, just, really hit home for me. You, you cited the soundtrack and just looking down the, the music that's on there. So you've got Call Me by Blondie. <clears throat> These are just licensed songs, by the way. Call Me by Blondie. You've got Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue, Blue Oyster Cult. You've got Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Everyone's a Winner by Hot Chocolate Banger. Um, Everybody Have Fun Tonight by Wang Chung. Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. The Final Countdown by Europe. Hanging Tough by New Kids on the Block. Uh, holding out for a hero, Bonnie Tyler. I love it loud. Kiss. I ran by the flock of seagulls. That's like that is literally a third of the songs that are on there. Uh, Rock, rock till you drop by Def Leppard. A relax by Frankie goes to Hollywood. There's so many good games on that soundtrack. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But, but guys, guys, the best part about that soundtrack, in my opinion, is is not just that they have great songs. They they. They, they manage to fuse them or to put them in at just the right time. It nice. is the timing is superb. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm excited by that as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good game. You won't, re- you won't, you won't ask for a refund. I promise. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's not uh, the Avengers. 
I think that's what I should I, put on my review. But I enjoyed the Avengers. <laughs> this is not so, the I mean, there's, there's, what? there's so many people hate, hate against the Avengers and from a multiplayer game it maybe didn't deliver, but the actual story and campaign of that game wasn't bad. my opinion, it was not a bad game. And anyone that I've generally known that have played, that have spoken about and have played the campaign have said, the campaign itself, if you take it on its merits, is decent. It's not as bad as people make out that it is. It just seems to have been a bit tarnished by how they've dealt with the multiplayer. Um, Listen. But, uh, okay, maybe my opinion is not as valid because I didn't play the game. Well, if you not played the game, then I, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but let, let, let me give you my caveat. As soon as I heard it's an Avengers game and the main character is not an Avenger, that put me off. Like completely. Who's the main character then? It's like an Avengers it, fan. Miss Marvel. Oh, fucking load of shit! It should become for me. A hero. For me, that was like for me that was like no thank you, no thank you. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, you play as Peter Quill. You've got the original cast. You you get what's on the box. So f- for me, it was easy to invest into it. But Avengers, it wasn't even the microtransactions that made me like, steer away. It was just yeah, Miss Marvel, no, no thanks. Here you go, Patrick. Uh, Tyler Bear in the chat. Avengers was average as far as I got. Uh, managed a few hours uh, and just had no desire to keep going. Guardings, I will give a, ven- uh, go- give a go eventually, I think. Definitely feel like this review is going to convince me. Wow. You He's won't regret it. Re- you won't regret it, Tyler. Promise. You better get that review written, Patrick. <laughs> tonight, I'm, 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 I'm handing it in tonight for editing. Promise. <laughs> Amazing. I look forward to it. Um, Half two in the morning, yeah. It's going to be yeah. long, I'm just saying. I've been typing a lot. It's going to be very long. Did you see my eyes roll there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I see uh, nothing. Okay, excellent. Uh, who wants another <laughs> sp- spooky as fuck uh, gaming urban legend? Ooh, let's go for it. Um, okay, so this one's uh, Pokemon Creepy Black. And it's the tale involves a bootlegged version of Pokemon Red, which comes in a solid black cartridge. In it, you fight with a ghostly Pokemon, appropriately named Ghost, who freezes its opponent in fear and uses a curse move on them. The game would eventually fast forward into a what? The game would eventually fast forward you into a much older version of yourself. Here, you found yourself alone. Surrounded by nothing but tombstones of vanquished foes of cursed trainers, the Pokemon you had uh, the shoes. The Pokemon you had shoes. Cursed trainers. We got Sorry. trainers. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, the Pokemon you had uh, cursed flashed before you, rude, uh, and you soon run into your old Pokemon ghost who would finish you and delete your file for good by using the curse on the player. What a load of rubbish! <laughs> Uh, that one I uh, I quickly read through that one at lunch and that was nowhere near as good as I remember Um, nice uh, let's do this one yeah this is another one don't worry I'm going to move on shortly this is Pokemon Snap Haunting another Pokemon scary story Uh, one creepy past the tale involves an old stored away cartridge of the typically light hearted N64 game Pokemon Snap when one user dug up an old dusty copy of the game it became 
clear that this was no normal copy of Pokemon Snap. The game was wrought, uh, was wrought with off-putting purple streaks and disturbing images of Professor Oak sporting soulless black eyes. What? Many of the Pokemon also took on a creepy appearance. Player was soon coaxed into er- entering the volcano stage. I assume that that's a stage in Pokemon Snap. Um, at which point sounds of screaming Pokemon could be heard. The player was then tormented and defeated by a vengeful electrode. After the game showed this... <laughs> After the game showed disturbing images of the player himself submerged in lava. What a load of rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> another rubbish one. That sounds terrible. Uh, I've got another couple uh, in the bank uh, for a little while, uh, but in the interim, why don't we move into memory slot? Memory slot time. We're going to speak about our favourite spooky games. And if you were here early enough, we kind of quickly, quickly discussed it. Um, so with it being Halloween uh, in a few days, this is the 28th of October. If for some reason you've skipped ahead past the intro. Um, favourite spooky games. Uh, Patrick, coming straight to you. Um, I don't know if you guys talk to yourselves in your head. I don't know if that's normal, but I do. <laughs> no, nope, it's a silence. It's just a deafening with silence. There's nothing in there. No, nothing right. Yeah. So <laughs> I have raging debates in my mind. There's like six of us, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I decided to play Senua's Sacrifice last year with okay. headphones on. Oh yeah, and. That was scarier than any Resident Evil game or Silent Hill game that I had ever played. Because it took a safe place in my mind and made it unsafe. Suddenly, when I'm talking to myself or thinking with myself, I'm starting to think, is this normal or is this like psychosis or... (laughs) How it, many it Patricks was... are speaking at the moment? Because you just said thinking with myself. Like, hi, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like split. There, there's, there, there's just one Patrick that likes video games. The other, the other, the other Patricks think it's mundane and useless. Why are you playing pointless. video games? Why you've come, video you've come game? dressed. Video games are for children. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking Alex? about? Alex, the, the Patrick that likes video games now has a big dub. Against the other Patricks, because I got my first pay- PayPal payment because of video games. So there you go. That wow. felt yeah. nice. Cool. If if it was a check, if it was a check, I would put it on on my wall. But it was just it's just a notification <laughs> via email. <laughs> Take a screenshot that notification, print it out. There you go. Frame it. I love you, Lewis. Thank you. So yeah, that's the scariest game I've ever played because it it messed with me way after the game. Till today, sometimes I'm like, wait, is this normal? Very scary. Uh, I, you know, it's funny you should mention that. I went through a phase of my life reading far too many Philip K. Dick books. And that makes you question, if you read too many of them on the bounce, you will start questioning reality. So I know where you're coming from. Philip, what? Um, Sorry, I want to look that up. 
Philip Keita. Oh, you can look it up. We can we can we can trundle on. Um, I'm, I'll go next uh, for my favourite spooky games. In fact, I just want to say I've, I'm still to finish Senua's Sacrifice uh, Hellblade. I've not gone back to it since um, last month. But my favourite spooky games are for long-time listeners of the podcast will not be surprised. <laughs> they won't be surprised to hear this. Uh, Little Nightmares One and Two. Mm. Uh, get your bingo cards ready. <laughs> the first one, genuinely, genuine chills. Hashtag chills. That game. That game gave me uh, specifically during the DLC. Um, really, just they're both just. I would like to think of them as one, one overall experience. Uh, Little nightmares one and two. Just fantastic. I think I've said fantastic about <laughs> nine times this podcast. Just a really fun game no honestly um i've gone on quite a long time about both done a um cross-section little, little nightmares 2 with ben earlier this year um they're just i well i don't necessarily play scary games or spooky games they're not really my cup of tea um but these two specifically i could and have done replay them over and over again uh, they're just really, really um, easy. I mean, the, uh, some people complain about the, the controls, but I think they're easy to play, easy to pick up, easy to so to batter through. They're just good fun. And I don't know if you guys have played them at all. I played, I played the first one. First one, yeah. Never played them. I think it was at the time when the second one was coming out when we talked about it quite a lot at the beginning of the year. I can't even remember if it was a, was it a game club game. I don't think it was, but I remember at that point in time playing it and no, I really enjoyed it but I haven't picked the second one up yet but I mean they are really good love games look there you go look here's my I tried, I tried to 100% the, the first one that was that was difficult oh that's nice Ooh, it's the very nice. little statue thing from uh, Little Nightmares 2 with 6 and Mono Mono pulling 6 out of the television very cool lives up there yeah oh hello <laughs> just eat <laughs> um, Alex what about you um, probably a bit like you were saying the um, I hadn't I, I'm not really one for kind of spooky type games any I've played has been this year but then been a lot of games I hadn't played before this year so that's not a new thing um, but what I have played this year is Little Nightmares as you said also Hellblade as Patrick said um, Resident Evil Village, which was my first Resident Evil game, but I really enjoyed. Um, and The Medium, which I'm not really counting as a spooky game. It wasn't that scary. No, it was not good. it's not scary. Not even. But it, it was funny though, the immediate thing I thought about this wasn't a computer game. It took me back, and I might be a little bit older than you guys, and maybe he might be a little bit younger, but I don't know if anybody remembers the board game atmosphere. And it had, oh, yeah. it had no. a video and then <clears throat> you were basically sitting that playing this brilliant. board game and it was this guy in a VHS and he was like the gatekeeper like talking at uh-huh. you and he would just randomly appear on the screen and yeah. like scare the My shit out of you when you were like 11 or 12 um, well, probably I was a wee bit younger actually but that that was what came to my head immediately I thought oh, that was so good back in the day uh, that was, my cousins had that game and I remember when I'd go to their house just I just wanted to play it because it was so cool because you're like because it almost be like it, it feels like at least my memories of it are it would come to you 
or just a player, and it just it'd be timed just right, and the guy would the guy would appear on the screen, yeah. Like, ah! yeah. and he would just start saying and doing things. It's just so clever atmosphere, man. That's uh-huh. a that's a callback. That none no one else played it, Dan. No, nope. Patrick. No, nope. never played it. No, nope. too young. Too young. Too young. Too young. I'm the old one. Well. Yeah, no one disputing that. Um, Dan. Mm. Okay, so recently picked up Alan Wake again uh, on the PS5. Um, weird, because I think it was a 360 game to begin with, if I remember rightly. Um, so yeah, it's probably the game that I pick out. I remember I, I used to hate all of the Silent Hill games. I mean, I played one um, probably about half the way through before I kind of gave up because I was like, oh, this is too scary for me. All the Resi games, that kind of over-the-shoulder stuff. Alan Wake is exactly that. You know, you you play as Alan Wake, who's this uh, author who has these mad dreams, and the Taken are these like creatures that could be animals, they could be people uh, that you need to kill with a flashlight and a gun. Um, and it's this over-the-shoulder kind of view, and it's all kind of uh, stories episodic. You know, I think there's six or seven episodes. Um, and it's all set around this like spooky place called Bright Falls. Um, Obviously, the Remedy games, um, chiefly written by by Sam Lake, um, including like Control, that was recent, you know, game of the year two years ago, I think now, um, are absolutely fucking fantastic. Like really, really well written. The mechanics of them are weird, um, and the the way that it makes you interact with the gameplay and stuff is strange. But Alan Wake for me was definitely the game that kind of started all of that off, um, and was the foundation for a lot of the Remedy games that are coming out now. Um, so yeah, I think in terms of, like spooky games, that's certainly the one that I kind of stuck with. Another really weird one I found quite scary um, was um, everybody's gone to the rapture, mm-hmm. like you, you're kind of thrown into that. I think it's eighties English countryside. Is it in the eighties? Can't remember. Um, like con- countryside kind of town, and no one's there because they've all presumably been raptured. Hence the game's name. And you're walking around it, and it's just kind of really kind of um yeah weird kind of gameplay walking simulator music's very simplistic phones going off in distance like experiencing people's stories through the ghosts that they've left behind i found that weirdly haunting so yeah they're my two picks i'll go with those two yeah because that was your pick in game club in january because i remember that was why i played it um i really enjoyed that game then from good. Alan from Alan Wake and Control, and then the big rumor is that the Control sequel is going to be a combination of Control and Alan Wake. Yeah, be a, a I really need to um, really need to jump back into Control and play the I DLCs. I did not like Control. Oh, didn't you? Okay, I can see why it doesn't gel no. with people. Definitely, Absolutely definitely see why. Hated it. The map design. Ugh, yeah. no. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's very, very obtuse, the game. But I think that's the whole point of it. You know, the... Is it the old house or whatever it's called? Um, yes. The way that that's yes. kind of set up, it's meant to be infuriating. It's meant to be strange because they don't have control of it. Um, so it yeah. is quite cool, the fact that, you know, it's constantly changing. Um, and it does feel like the... Like you said, the level design's kind of gone out the window and it is really, you know, purposefully obtuse for that reason. So definitely works. Yeah. Nice. I've I've only ever played the demo Switch version, cloud version okay. um, of Control. So I've not, um, despite it being on Game Pass, I've it's a game I want to get around to. But yeah, um, it's on Game Pass. Either. Yep, as far as oh. I'm aware, I think so. 
And I've not played Alan Wake, so I'm looking forward to that remake coming out, which is a PS5 exclusive, timed exclusive, isn't no. it? No, it's on everything. It's on everything. Is it on yeah, it? I thought it was t- yeah. I thought it was timed. No, okay. everything. Strangely. Hmm. Um. Cool. Uh, do, do you guys want to give away a game? Oh, let's do that. What's up on games to give away? Um. So we have nice. Frosticles is getting ready. Uh, we've got uh, the PS4, Xbox One, slash SX, uh, uh, SX, and uh, Nintendo Switch. Why am I saying it like this? What a fucking idiot. Uh, for Taxi, ta- Taxi Chaos, um, PS4, Xbox One, wait there. Talk amongst yourselves as we double check <laughs> something. Uh, okay. Pirate One Leg, you are wasting your time. Yes, one of the voices did say that to me. <laughs> I uh, love it. Uh, Eamon said Doom 26 version is his uh, scary game pick. That is a scary game as well. Really? Yeah, I remember is the it? cover of that. It's quite scary, yeah. I thought it was anyway. Mm. Like It's in the cover of it. It's one of these like, massive aliens with its jaw open, saliva, slobber, mm-hmm. slabber, whatever you call it, coming I out of it. I played it. So. It, it was... It Slavers. Big slaver. Slavers. It, it, it was relaxing. Like, I'll, I'll put Coldplay in the background on my headphones. <laughs> And then we'll just start playing Doom. For real, guys. Coldplay's my favourite band. (laughs) Coldplay's your favourite band? I I got tickets to go and see Doom. I can't wait. Same. Alex, Alex, I'm so jealous of you, man. Coldplay have never come down south. I've seen them seven times. (laughs) Honestly? You're taking a piss. No, I have, honestly. (sighs) I swear. That's a Coldplay picture I've got in the background. No. Just see. removed Alex from the Patreon group that you can join by going to <laughs> patreon.com slash the crossplayers. And the one in the background, the artwork from uh, the Milo's Ailoto album. Is it really? Like, I, I love what? Coldplay so much. It's the, it's the only, the, they're the only artists that I still buy physical discs for, like for yeah. all of their albums. I can't wait it for is. you guys. Uh, I think Viva La Vida podcast. was the last good one. <laughs> Um, Sorry? So I've, I've forgotten what. That's a cross section on. Uh, I mean, that's uh, if you're having trouble sleeping, listen to the Coldplay cross section. Um, I basically I forgot what code we've give, given away. Coldplay. Uh, last time. It's the Coldplay uh, so code. <laughs> I think it's maybe the the Switch version of Taxi Chaos is what Frostos one. So we've still got yeah. um, the PS4 and Xbox One codes for that. Um, this is a screenshot. So this is what it says. I'm reading it off the page. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch codes for Super Street the game and Super Street Colon Racer. Uh, what the fuck that's called? Uh, Mickey Storm <laughs> and the Curse Mask. All the same platforms, and these are from our delightful friends at Lion Castle Entertainment apologies for butchering that um, so if uh, the chat if you can remember what Alex's spooky game was chuck it in the chat if you win sling it in our DMs we'll give you a code sort your camera out as well Alex you can just see half your head at the moment oh, absolute weirdo just remember you're on camera please right yeah, oh, that low down it there we go it's because it has too far the what was Alex's thing? And in the interim, let's have another, let's have another spooky story, why don't we? Uh, this one's all eerie <laughs> premonitions over the radio in Fallout 3. The gritty and desolate Ooh. atmosphere of Fallout 3 seems to be seems like a fitting place for one of our most intriguing and eerie gaming legends. Apparently, if you put an end to radio if you put an end to radio DJ 3 Dog, 
don't know what that means. You can pick up a droning voice at certain locations. Is that a character? Is that? Yep. It's been a while since I played it. Uh, who rattles off a series of seemingly random numbers, follow, followed by what sounds like Morse code. Fans soon discovered uh, the many numbers to be dates, and according to legend, one player deciphered the Morse code and translated them into messages of theoretical futuristic events that corresponded to these dates. These include an Oscar prediction for Britney Spears in 2023. Could happen. Could happen. Yeah. Could happen. <laughs> but far more eerie predicted the passing of Gary Coleman and the BP oil spill. That's a, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. I Gary Coleman is real. And that's a real thing. No, no, no. The, the, the prediction, the, the date. Really? They're actually in the game for real. I don't know about the Britney Spears thing, but the <laughs> well, we've, we've got time. We've got a couple <laughs> of years yet. <laughs> so yeah that is pretty freaky frosticles it was pikmin it was not pikmin um let's let me do one i'll do one more if this is this is uh this is drawn out this this uh, this uh urban legends thing uh, but this is the one i wanted to read and it's the the hero brain haunting of minecraft this is one that i've mm-hmm. I heard of a little while ago um in a game featuring skeletons, exploding green monsters, and even the lingering threat of Slenderman, it seems fitting that it would become the subject of one of our creepy gaming urban legends, Herobrine hoax or in-game haunting. Uh, while creator Notch has denied his existence, many have claimed to have seen a lurking image of a ghost named Herobrine in the distance, wielding a pickaxe and staring blankly at the player with glowing white eyes. He would then soon vanish uh, as uh, the player looked at him. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the last one I'm going to do. That was all from uh, thegamer.com. Twenty three video. Game, there's twenty three of them. Check video game legends that are too creepy for words. Check that chat, Lewis. Check that chat, mate. Check that chat. And oh, here we go. Indigo NX Hellblade. It wasn't Hellblade, was it? That was Patrick. That was Patrick. Mm, terrible. That was Patrick. My pick was terrible. No, the uh, guess, guess was terrible. The fact they don't right. know who it was. Right. <laughs> Your pick's a good game. Don't take it personally. Defensive after the weekend. 5-0. <laughs> <nil. laughs> Ollie in. It's Ollie, been a rough decade, okay? No, Ollie out. Nil. All the way keep, out. Keep guessing. Alex, do you want to just say it again? Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Somebody just needs to literally atmosphere. say atmosphere in the chat and then I get a game for atmosphere free. Atmosphere in the chat. You get a game. Uh, so, okay. Whilst the chat are frantically typing in uh, atmosphere, uh, let's, you need to spell let's it right bring though. back an atmosphere. Indigo NX, go to twitter.com forward slash the crossplayers, say hello and tell us uh, that it's you, uh, and pick a game from the Xbox PS4 versions of Taxi Chaos, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One for Super Street Racer, uh, and the same for Mickey. Mickey Storm in the Cursed Mask. Twitter.com forward slash the crossplayers, and say hello. Uh, okay, so let's bring back a good old favourite uh, section, and we're going we're gonna to slowly reintroduce the Patreon shoutouts. We're going to reopen the TCPEU, the Crossplayers Expanded Universe. Uh, so with it being Halloween, uh, our delightful patrons are going to be something scary. But what? But what is scary? Space. Space is scary. <laughs> so let's let's go through this list. Um, so Dan, I'm going to go clockwise, clockwise, clockwise as I see you. Dan, Sean Hughes. Uh, he is Max's favourite hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
quite, quite frightening for that hemorrhoid. Come on, Sean. Alex, Austin Voigt. Mark Hammond's target price calculator. <laughs> I <It's> spooky. <laughs> Nobody knows how that fucker works. Insane. <laughs> I know that is. Yeah, he. I don't. I don't get it. Patrick, scum death bastardo. Um, what? That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's one of our patrons. His name is Scum Death Bastardo. Oh, okay. What's, um, what's spooky? Scum Death Bastardo is Thanos's first shit right after having some rotten goulash. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll have a shot. Uh, Tyler Renoard is afraid of the abstract concept of time. Um, Dan, Jason Frost, or as I have become uh, aware, he likes to be called Thundercunt. Uh, on you go. Alex is tight underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of context there. So when we stayed at EGX in the same room, his underwear was unreal. It was like literally skin tight skin tight and it was the shortest little underwear i've ever seen and I, and he was like proudly waltzing around in it top off alex explain yeah come on why it's nothing to explain it just likes to be comfortable what he finds comfortable it doesn't sound comfortable that is comfortable the nut crushing that sounds excruciating <laughs> <laughs> jason said i'll sniff him <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Deal. You get two kinds of patron, don't you? You get the ones that stop being patrons, and then you get the ones that just lean heavier. Lean into it. it. Bless you, Jason. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Yeah. Um, Alex, Ethan Hunt. Dan's holy boxer shorts. Oh, fair play. My mine are holy at the moment as well. I've got a couple of next pairs that have been lingering for about four years. So, yeah, not great. Mm. Mm. Uh. Patrick, Lalena de Soltles. Who? Lalena. Um, Sound like Laurie yeah. then. Who? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Hold this Who thing. are you? Um, I'm stalling right now, so I'm going to let you guys keep going on. Um, Lalena <laughs> is... <laughs> Satan's heel. Wow. <laughs> that's dark that's evil I love it <laughs> Satan's heel that's what you are yeah as at uh, 10.22 on the 28th of October the Xbox Series X is available on Shop 2 according to Eamon okay uh, so by Monday when this is released it'll be long gone uh, Tristan Brooks is afraid of commitment man he's scared of it <laughs> terrified uh, Dan Jamie Penning ooh Hedwig's anus Mm. Puckering Puck away. Up. Alex, Sarah Purbrick. Sheelob. That's. Wow, okay. She, she is Sheelob she or she's afraid of Sheelob? She's afraid of Sheelob. Sorry, oh, she's not Sheelob. Yeah, good clarification there, like. <laughs> I. Patrick, Eamon McCauley. Prick. This, this, this could go, this could get really dark. 
Go for is it. it. So you've already go, taken it quite down. Okay, <laughs> Eamon is Adolf Hitler's ego. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Eamon's doing a picture and a video just as we speak now. <laughs> Alex, Alex wants to run out of the room right now. <laughs> Stop hiding your face, dude. Um, Jesper Kondrup is scared of uh, the spaces that he can't see. So when he looks one way, he can't see where his eyes aren't. Is there a legit uh, phobia for that? I'm curious. Sorry, I'm, I'm curious if what? there's a legit pho- if there's an actual phobia about that. Probably. Probably. Yeah, I guess that would. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Rudronath, Dan. Ooh, jewelry jelly. What is she scared of? Um, Rebecca Rudronath is scared of the night time and all of the terrors that can come in the night time. Let's just let that sink in. Mm. Alex. Rune Shimotsuji Storm. Rune is scared of the day when there aren't enough giant tits. <laughs> I'm with Rune. I'm with <laughs> <Rune>. <laughs> I stand with Rune. You can, put, you can put me and Rune in the same WhatsApp group. We're fine. Uh, Patrick, mm-hmm. Timothy Ulf. Timothy Ulf is scared of being... Hugged by all the Teletubbies. That is quite scary. What with though? <laughs> Penis? Sorry? Are we talking the things on the heads? What, what are they gonna? Oh, hug! I thought you said had. Hugged. Oh shit! Oh, right, my sorry. Goodness, I thought said... <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> what be the what be the worst? I thought I was done. Dipsy's got the triangle on it. Imagine that. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> Uh, Luke Cooper is afraid of pay- paying full price for a video game. Um, and, I mean, it always seems to fall this way, and I'm honest, this isn't this isn't deliberate. Dan, Stephen Landry. Ooh, Stephen, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, 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 well, Stephen, 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 what's Stephen scared of? Let me have a think. Stephen, Stephen, Stephen. Ooh, Stephen. Stephen's scared of not being Louis, relevant anymore. That's what he's scared of. He's petrified of it. There's a little Amazon wish list and his gravy gate and his little, oh, do this in the Patreon group. Fuck off, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and last, Alex, Mark Hammond. Mark Hammond is terrified of the day that someone posts a picture of something nice and he's not there to be the first person that shits on it. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> He's probably nodding right now in like six and a half months when he finally gets this episode. <laughs> Cheeky prick was tweeting about a game that he's been playing literally 11 minutes ago. So you're not even watching his mark. Arse. He might be actually. Never. Uh, if you want to also have uh, your name read it on the show, you can join our Patreon uh, at patreon.com forward slash the crossplayers where you can support us from £2 uh, and you'll gain access to our pre-show pod as well as other bits and pieces of uh, general gobshitery mm. uh, that are posted on there. You'll also um, be in with a chance to win or access some giveaways on a monthly basis. Yep. So the uh, 
pay usually comes on the first of every month, and we always oh. give at least ten to fifteen pounds worth of, of eShop credit or credit on any of the platforms that you choose. Um, we've also got some very very good deals. Uh, if you were to go for the fifteen pound tier, you get a free T-shirt in the first month immediately, no questions asked. That's sent to you. We actually make a loss on that, and then you just drop down to the two pound one. That's all you do. You get your T-shirt, then you go down to the two pound one. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. Bosh, done. Done. Lovely. Okay. Well, uh, Dan, hmm. people want to find you online. Where are they going to go? You can go to at Downward Tweets, or you can find me over in the Discord, and the link to that is on the website, thecrossplayers.com. Alex. You can you can find me on Twitter at SSAlex984, or if you're looking for something, Carmen. And it's changed. It does. It's a little bit. But it, it matches with everything. Or if you're looking for something to read, why not come and have a look at our website, crossblur.com. Um mm. Some nice new articles up there, reviews. As Patrick mentioned, hopefully a Guardians of the Galaxy review coming soon. Um, come and have an Aussie. Mm. Patrick, if people want to torture themselves by following you on the internet, where can they go? I was not expecting that one. Um, I'm at log 7 on Twitter, and you can email me at log7 at gmail.com. And please check out thecrossplayers.com for all our reviews and features and all that reading goodness. That was a fan in the background. Going, yeah, we love it. Let's do that. Oi, oi! Don't make this more weird, guys. It's not Let's weird. I live in Liverpool, mate. It's a miracle I'm not being stabbed by now. Really? Oh, okay. Wait, I've not. I've not used one. Hey, super content. guys! Let's put a hand together <laughs> for Lewis. Four costumes already. Come on, guys. Thanks. Well played, Thank you. Master of disguise. That's Four, me. Man. Uh, wow. If you want to find uh, me, the Master of Disguise, uh, on Twitter, that's at the Wilsonite. And as the guy said, you could go to twitter.com forward slash across players, follow us there where we give away details. Give away details? There may be some details of giveaways at some point. Um, but there are, it's where you, uh, it's where we operate most. Uh, if you go to the website, like the guy said, thecrossplayers.com, you can get uh, access to all relevant areas, our Discord, our shop, this, that and the other. Whatever, go there, say hello, come to Twitter, say hello, come to Discord, say hello. Just, yeah, that's it. Speaking of saying hello, it's time for us to say goodbye. So, um, bye. Cheerio. Bye. <laughs>